Hello everyone, this is May from Lost in Translation 1 and this is Ackley episode number 4. I am alone because I'm just covering the Raw that I watched a few days ago. This is a bit delayed because we had to do the fan sub episodes for one episode 1, 2, 3 and 3 with Jay. So now I'm just going to be talking about the Raw for episode 4 that I watched when it came out. So, yeah, first of all, apologies that this is a little bit on the late side. Usually we try to stick to a schedule, but this is kind of a bit late because of the podcast that we already had to do. Anyway, so episode four, I'll just jump into it. It was a really cute Halloween episode. My positives are that Gatchmon is just so excited for Halloween and he really wants to eat all the sweets and he wants to go out and he wants to dress up and he wants to see people and he wants to do things but Haru wanted wants to study this book and I believe if my kanji is correct it's a book on artificial intelligence and singularity but I might be wrong there but so Haru's like this bookworm and he wants to study he wants to stay home and he wants to read and it's really quite sweet and Gatchman wants to go out and eat lollies and celebrate Halloween. And first of all, this reminds me of when Patamon and Takadu had a fight in season one and one of them just runs away. So Gatchman sort of says, I'll go by myself. And Haru kind of absentmindedly says, okay, you can go. And he doesn't really realise what he's saying because he's too involved in his book that he's reading. And that's a cute little character moment of Haru that he's just, he just, he really likes reading and he's really quite just happy being at home and reading where he's comfortable and safe. And Gatchamon, on the other hand, wants to go out and he wants to explore, he wants to experience Halloween because this is his first Halloween. And he wants to, you know, he wants to dress up in a little pumpkin outfit and, oh, he's so cute. And he's, he gets on, he has a little bike that he rides around. And I mean, I'm not really sure where he got it from. I think it's just one of Haru's old toys, maybe. I don't know. It's just so cute. So Gatchamon goes out. And another thing that I found really cute is that people keep on asking him if he's a cat or a dog. And this is consistent in the manga as well. When people say, are you a dog or a cat? Or some kind of like cat-like dog? And it just, it, it's so cute. I really like this running joke that everyone thinks he's a dog or a cat. And Gatchmon does not like being called a dog or a cat because he's not. He's, a, he's an Atmon. And then he sees some girls who give him these little snacks and they think they're called Gatchimon snacks. And I, you can actually buy these and I really want to, but they weren't in Japan when we were there. And, oh, they look so yummy. And also Gatchmon is completely in love with these snacks that he's being fed. And the girls think he's cute. And so he just enjoyed being fed. And everyone believes that he's, like, in an outfit or he's some little kid that's in an outfit. And I always do like that trope of, oh, everyone thinks he's in an outfit, but he's actually a monster. And I, I just think it's really cute. And the plot's quite sweet how Haru realises that Gutchman's alone. So he goes out and then he gets a message from Cameramon who says that Gatchmon has been kidnapped. And Haru, and this is another thing I like, it, since he's quite smart and he's, he's quite meta in his thinking and since he's read a lot and he, follow, he seems to follow tropes, he starts asking Gatchmon questions that only the real Gatchmon will be able to answer. And, of course, it's not Gutchmon, it's just, like, it's, it's pretend, it's fake. And he realises that, and he just says, okay, whatever, and he goes away off to find, um, cam- uh, to find Haru. 
And I was like, oh, this is this is kind of cliche, but I think that Atmon gets away with it because it's cliche and because Haru is such a little trope-following little guy. I love him so much. And uh, Gatron was just so cute in this episode. Uh, some miscellaneous bits were... Uh, I know, I just... Oh, I, I really liked the... Um, how he uses Dogachmon's ability of being both the searching and the Navi app to work out where all the cameras are, and he dodges all the cameras that Cameramon has, and he's able to beat him because of that. And I feel like Jay will like that, because Jay really is enjoying the bit of Atmon, which is each app has that ability that their app would have. So I think that he would enjoy that little bit of cleverness that's there because I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, that that's really that's actually really clever. And previously we had only seen Dogachmon in episode two, and it was the end of episode two and the start of episode three. And it wasn't for that for much longer than you know he uses a big attack, but he doesn't use that big attack. He uses his ability. So again, it's Atmon doesn't have that much fighting. It seems to be more of the sort of tactics side and I'm really enjoying that it's and I hope Jay will too because it's not so much as oh that fireball didn't work oh I have to make the bigger fireball and I've said that quite often that while some big monster fights when the big fireball wins fine it is nice to see a bit of change where they are using different abilities different tactics and that's why I like Tamers, because they use Card Slash to, you know, think think around what's happening and use those cards to be situational. And, yeah, it's just, it's really refreshing to see them actually use their abilities instead of just attacking, and that's fine. I mean, when we saw Dogachmon, he was just there attacking. But in this episode, he was actually using his abilities that he would have and that was just, that was really, really cool. So then they beat Cameron, and, but he's actually Scopemon at this time, he he evolves, and that's some weird thing that we see an evolution sequence with, like, a shadowy hand, so maybe he has a partner, maybe maybe it is Eugene, maybe Jay's right with his um theory about that. And he, yeah, he evolves to Scopemon, and we see Scopemon, and he's really, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how Jay will react to this, because it evolves with... I believe his name, is it Assaultmon? I don't know, I have his chip, but it's basically just, a it's Gundramon, but green and smaller, basically. And what happens to Cameramon to evolve to Scopemon is that basically it's the old Digimon strap more guns, and he just becomes like a, a gunned up uh, ca- Cameramon, which is fine, That that is Digimon. And I feel like it's in a way that makes sense. Like, oh, he's camera, but he's also a gun. And cameras and guns both have scopes and lenses. And, you know, that's that's kind of the same sort of thing. So they've linked those two together. And I really like Scopemon. I really like Cameramon. And this episode hit me at the end because I was like, okay, they're, they're beating Scopemon. They're going to get his chip. Scopemon and Cam- Cameramon are going to be good. I'm so excited. I love him. But then something grabs the chip and then flashes away. And I was like, oh, who was that? Because I've never seen this character before. Maybe I missed it in promotional me- media, but she wasn't there and she's not there in the opening. So it's quite different for, for a Digimon series not to show any characters that are, show up four episodes in as bad guys, not in the opening. So that's pretty cool. And then we see this little, like, chibi bunny rabbit thing chilling on a chair and this uh, CGI lady that's 
being evil. I'm not quite sure what she says, but she's it's pretty evil. I'll just give you that. And she has the Scopemon ship. So it's like she rescued Scopemon, and we find out she works for Leviathan. And my gosh, this CGI, it's, it's not terrible or anything. It's, it's fine. Doesn't necessarily fit in with the animation, and I know Jay's going to hate this. I know he's going to mention it's just Jimmy Neutron in um, Fairly Odd Parents again. It's just, you know, 3D rendered object on 2D background, and it's just, it, do- it doesn't look, it doesn't fit. And uh, this uh, this doesn't ruin the whole episode for me because I really like this episode and I'll get to how what, I, what my overall thoughts on this episode in a bit. But I just kind of saw it and I was like, I know I'm meant to take this character seriously and I know she's evil and she's working for Leviathan and Leviathan's evil. But I cannot take her seriously. It just, she's just this 3D model. And I'm, so I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I mean, I kind of like her design. It's cool. It's different. And yeah, yeah. If if she was a two D model that fitted in with the rest of the background, she'd be pretty cool looking. I really like her design, but she's just a three D render. And I was just looking at her, and I'm like, that that's not right. I mean, I still have faith for the show. It's not going to completely sour me on the show, but it's just it's 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 not great. It just doesn't fit in with the the background. I mean, we don't know why she's there, or maybe there's a reason for her looking different. Maybe she's from the future, and everybody looks like that from the future, and they still look 3D on 2D backgrounds, I guess. Maybe she's from a different universe. Maybe there's a reason for it. I can't judge too much, but it's just that Jay's going to hate it. Jay is going to hate, hate it, hate it, hate it so much. And yeah, she just... Cool design... The 3D does not fit in with the CD, the 2D, and yeah. Another negative-ish bit is, again, that the start of every episode starts with Haru and Ap- and, Ap- and G- Gachmon explaining Aplimons and the world and what's happening in the future and the dark web, and I feel like that, uh, I just it's the same in every episode. And it's, there's one before the opening, and then there's one, like, after the opening, and it's just after a bit of, like, the prologue of the episode, I guess. And it's just, it's the same every time, and I get the idea. I'm fine with having the opening every time, because you always have to have an intro credits. But this is just a bit of information that stays the same, and I'm pretty sure Frontier does this. I'm pretty sure, I'm definitely sure that Hunters does this. I don't think Data Squad does this, but I could be wrong. And it's that bit of, um, this is the general idea of the plot. This is what's happening. And Frontier is like two lines and it's basically explaining the world. But this one's quite long and they tell you about the dark web every episode. And it's, I'm, d- I'm done hearing about the dark web, guys. We're good. Leviathan's bad. Get it. Great. And... Yeah, that 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 was that's basically my negatives. The the 3D lady and the intro dark web shenanigans. And as for my rating, now this this was hard whether or not I should put this before or after three because I did really like episode three, but I think I like this episode maybe more than episode three. Maybe I don't know. Oh, it's really hard because I really liked episode three. Roleplaymon was just adorable. So uh, yeah, four I guess is better. So from top to bottom, episode two, episode one, episode three, episode four, and uh, I mean I think episode four was better. It's it's very close, but I really liked episode three. I know Jay wasn't particularly taken with it. I mean he didn't hate it or anything. He just thought it was as fine as the other episodes. 
but I I just really 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 enjoyed it. Though I enjoy a lot of a lot of things. So mm, episode four, yeah, okay, episode four. So it goes two, one, three, four, which is a pretty good way to go up. We haven't had any episodes that were worse than the first two, and I like the first two, so that's fine. And I think that's about it for me talking by myself because it's it's starting to get a bit dark and spoopy, and I'm tired. I want to go to bed. So thanks for listening. You can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslation.gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or message us on SoundCloud. My foot's falling asleep. You can follow us on at Translation on Twitter and on Vine and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will and we'd really appreciate it if you were to review us on iTunes and or Stitcher. Thanks to our Patreon supporters, Sam Krieger, who hosts a podcast with Stevie called The Moncast, which talks about Pokemon and Digimon. You can find it on SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher. Wu Qinglong, who has a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash W-U-Q-I-N-G-L-O-N-G. Metal Marmimon, Joe, Anime Guy, who is Anime Guy Kurosaki, then the number one on YouTube. Chakmon, Ishpol Bamber, Hirolato, who is Hirolato on Twitter. Jason Moroski, Frost Moragic, who is at Frost Moragic on Twitter. Stephen Reeds, who is at Wildwing64 on Twitter. Kaidowashi, Mac, Noam, Riku, and Red and Garen from Breakfast with Digimon, which is another Digimon podcast which you can find on SoundCloud. And Jams. You can also make a one-off donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash And make sure to let us know it's for the podcast. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Well, I will see you guys next time. Jay, Jay is... Jay will probably see you guys next time. Anyway, bye!